Hey, this is Fox Valley Voice with Bree Hayes. And Jaime Gutierrez. There you are. Hi. Hi. Are your technical difficulties settled? It they are. They are. I um was having an airdrop issue. And then I realized that I could have gotten the link just from my browser. But we're, you know, we're learning, we're doing. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what is going on? Today is uh, uh, the first uh, Monday after Daylight Savings. Um, how are you enjoying it so far? The weather is a dumpster fire. Yeah, weather sucks. But we we kind of knew this was coming, right? It usually happens at least once every uh, springtime after the glorious weather, and then there's just one more kick in the in the shin. Oh, Jaime, this is not the last kick. No, We're, we'll have even... snow in April. In April. Yeah, it always snows in April, Jaime. It always snows in April. Mm, okay. It just, it, it hurts. It hurts so much more after you've had, uh, you know, weather where you're running around in your shirt sleeves and thinking about... I know, I know. Spring. Yeah. Also, hey, Jaime, I'm hearing some feedback on my end. Are you? Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right. I adjusted a setting. Does uh does that make any difference? Let me see. Mm. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, so uh, for for whatever reason, uh daylight savings that especially this first day after um it really knocks me down for some reason and and it always takes me by surprise. And then about halfway through it, I remember that this happened to me last year <laughs> yep. Yep. where I just, I cannot get it together. So uh, I don't know why that occurs, but uh, I really need to write myself a note to just take the day off um, that first yeah. day after, <laughs> after the, the time switch and just hide, just hide in bed until, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Does that affect you at all? The time change? Um Yes, I think it does. I've I've been very tired today, but um also you you got up and you went to work, you know, you had to like probably interact with some people. Mm -hmm. Um all of that like I, I I didn't have to do that so I'm probably not <laughs> feeling it quite as much I yeah. I definitely probably like wandered and ended up back like just laying on my bed more often than I would on like a random day I definitely like got through the um the tasks at hand and then like chilled chilled out mm -hmm. but um 
but nothing fell apart because there's nothing nothing to do like <laughs> yeah well i i definitely just wanted to uh to just hit the stop button and find a bed but uh sadly that was not an option that was available to me today so had to power through yeah yeah definitely take the day off because it it does it bodes well yeah. bodes well but uh, I will say I am enjoying my uh, my gift right now. Um, you were Shoot. kind enough to, to drop off a uh, a gift for my 17k day. So, cheers! Cheers! Mm. How is it? It's the only thing that's keeping me going right now. Legit, legit. <laughs> um, so I looked up my K day. Yeah. And my 14k day is May 24th. All right. I and have it on. Yeah, it's on my calendar. So I'm going to make sure that, uh, that we celebrate it properly. Good, good. Um, I, in like l- listening back to our episode, I want to apologize I for not really fully investing in the K day. I feel like <laughs> in this last week, like I've fully invested. Um, I think it's great. Also, um, I did make a reference that like next year would be your 18K day. That's not true. No. Because it would be like three years until you have another K day. Just about. I just like give or take, give, give or take. Um, I do think it's fortuitous and like beautiful that we both have a K day within a couple of months of each other. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I did, I thought a little bit more about it as well. And I thought, uh, you know, what's fun about celebrating a K day rather than just your birthday is you get to experience a celebration at a different time of year than your regular birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when is your, when is your, um, my actual actual birthday birthday? (laughs) is, uh, it's late August, August 28th. Does that make you a Leo? Virgo. Virgo. Yes, you're a Virgo. You're very Virgo. I get that. Are you are you gonna do a reading for me now? Um, no, no, I don't I don't think that this is the kind of podcast that we're doing. No. Um if you that, want me to, I can. That is a skill that you possess. Um, I mean, kind of, like, but like really doing a reading is you know, you punch the numbers into the internet. Um, I'm not a, an astrologer, but I do, I do like to dabble and okay. learn about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. I don't, I, I don't like place bets. I don't necessarily um, prescribe to it in a very serious manner, but I do love it. We can get into that sometime. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're still trying to figure out our show. Um, which is, you know, we are. Um, and I don't think it's, it's wrong to, to leave the door open to just about any topic if, if someone is interested. So uh, 100%. But I, I think like, I agree with you. Um, and I think it's going to take a little time because people have to start listening to this mm-hmm. past and close friends and family. Right, right. But, Part of that is we have to give them a reason to listen. 
So it's true. It's these, true. Yeah, it's, these, it's the chicken or the egg. These early chats that you and I are having, I feel like uh, we need to, um, that's what we're trying to figure out is uh, what do we think people want to hear? What do we, what do they want to talk about? What do they want to share with us? And uh, that was actually one of the, uh, one of my topics I wanted to bring up uh, for this time around was uh, how, how do we, how do we book guests? I think both you and I feel uh, pretty confident that we do want to talk to other people. And I feel yeah. like, yeah, we could ask people, Hey, you want to talk on, on the show? We could ask, but also we, at least starting out, we probably need to do a little footwork uh, to go out and find um, some people to chat with us. Totally. I mean, I, and I think like, I think we can do that at any time. Um, but like, I think what I really hope from like our conversation at the end of last week is that like, I do hope that people will reach out and I mm -hmm. do hope that people will give us feedback or call in with like either stories or questions. Um, because there's this part of me that's like, as soon as we start getting getting guests in, we're making it the show that we want it to be. Um, which I guess is like, fine, it is our show. But, um, but no, I wonder, I'm like, Like I have a running list on my head. I'm sure you do too. I'm sure we could get a guest in pretty quickly if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. But would we? Do be we putting... feel like the quality, the sound quality, is going to be okay to have three people on Zoom talking? Well, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of variables there. It depends on the you know internet connection that everyone has. It depends on the equipment. Um, but I also believe that this is the world we live in right now. You know, um, there are uh, network television shows that are talking to people via Zoom, and that's the quality of of the you know of the material. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that over the past year, the bar has been lowered a lot in terms of <laughs> acceptable quality. Um, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at least for the time being, until we feel comfortable, um, setting up and getting together in person, I think that, uh, I think that this is good enough. Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, can we, can we do like one more shout out to see if anybody gets back to us and maybe we can do a shout out on our social media oh, like hey yeah and not just one more we we can continue to do shout outs as we go along um i will say that the uh the number to our uh hotline is 630-492-0369 and as uh, as it happens we did get one voicemail last week should we should we take a moment and listen to um the feedback that we received yeah why don't we do that 
All right, here, let me play this real quick. Hi, this is James Cardis uh, calling from Bit- Batavia, Illinois. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Just wanted to recommend maybe doing like a fact-check portion on your on your uh, podcast. There are a couple things that you either um, missed or ignored or, you know, just uh, just kind of got wrong. And I think it would be a great addition to your show, you know, just every week clear up the things that um, that you didn't get right, that you didn't nail the first time around. And, uh, yeah, let me know how it goes. Look forward to listening. All right. Thank you, James from Thank- Batavia. Thank you, James Cardis from Batavia, Illinois. Thank you, James. He had some for that uh, feedback. Yeah, he had some 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 good uh, suggestions there. Maybe a little bit pointed, um, but nonetheless, we will take that. Yeah, yeah. So- I would say that like it's it's interesting. Like that's the person who points out what I get wrong more than any other person. And in the world was able to find a few minutes, uh, one minute exactly to um, call into the show and let us let us know what we screwed up. Yeah. Um, well, okay. And what's great is he didn't tell us what we screwed up. He just said we got some things wrong and left some things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. We, we did. Like, I couldn't remember the name of the basketball player that licked his teammates. It is Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Um, who was the yeah. yes the basketball player who was trying to be funny about the coronavirus and licked and touched a bunch of things during a press conference and then very shortly thereafter uh, was reported to have tested positive for the coronavirus. Yes, and we're not throwing him under the bus. No, um, no, we're just fact checking the fact that we forgot his name is Rudy yeah. Gobert. Um. I love a good fact-checking session. Like mm-hmm. I love I lo- our section of a podcast. Like, um, oh, yeah. I think we and, should be held to the highest standard. And because... I think that there will always be things like I will never always remember exact names and things like that. So I'm I'm happy to um, to add those in. But also, people can call in and let us know what we got wrong. Um, but that doesn't or, you know have to be email. the only reason. We, we don't need that to be the only reason people call in though, right? They can no, call in for other No, by no means. Um, James <laughs> will clearly tell me over coffee um, because I live with him. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, he also, this is another thing for the fact check that he did want me to, um, that he gave me, is that he would listen to just the two of us talk, um, but it wouldn't be his preference. So he would like us to have guests. We, we did talk about how maybe he wouldn't want to listen to us, but he, he said he would, but mm-hmm. he, he does think it would be colorful for us. To have <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank you, James. Um, all right. So uh, I think that. Please someone, please call in folks. So it's not just um, my, my husband and James's or uh, Jaime's best friend calling in to our show. Yeah, it would be nice to hear from some some other folks. 
But thank you, James, for um, for being our first caller and our biggest supporter at this point, probably. All right. Um, okay. So <laughs> I brought up uh, I brought up our first topic, which was daylight savings, which I'm completely done talking about now. Um, what else, Bree? You got anything on your list for for this week? Yeah, I um, I went back and did I did another listen. And took some notes. Um, so I don't know. Did you do you have notes? Um, you that was it. That list? was my that was that was my note. Was, you you had to talk about daylight savings. I had to talk about how daylight savings kicked my butt today. That's real. That's yeah. real. Um, oh, so a couple of things. Um, So we we did have two folks get back to us with like thoughts and ideas about the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, a friend sent us a message um, when we we're talking about like having having folks come in or you know send send voicemails about like stories and like their experiences in the last year. Uh, she brought up that it'd be cool to have people of different ages like. What was it like to be, you know, an older person? What was it like to be a kid in, um, in these times? Like, I, I love that. Um, yeah, for so sure. So I don't know how we go about that, but like, I do think it'd be cool to hear different perspectives, depending on, um, you know, different like different ages, different um, generations, different generations. Okay. Do they have to be? from the same family or can we just ask people of different ages to contact us? Oh, di different ages. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be the same family. I think that okay. would be weird. Well, I mean, if, if we could get a multi-generational family that has a, you know, a child and maybe a young adult and maybe an older adult, but um, also, yeah. Well, but like, this could be cool. And, um, so the the person who gave me this feedback, um, I don't think she would mind me saying her name. I'm going to. It's Rachel McKillop. Um, she has uh, two kids. One is a teen. One is a is a kiddo. And um, her parents um, are also in in the area and beloved in the in the community. I bet we could get that entire family and that would be kind of cool and interesting. Like it would be cool to hear all of their perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it has to be that, but now that I think of it like that, just talking to that family would probably give some like cool, fascinating. What have you been, been up to? What have you been up doing? Yeah. All right. Let's work on that. See, this is what happens when you make a suggestion. We're just going to turn it right back onto you. Yep. Yep, so, we are. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. I like that a lot. Um, so we can certainly work on that. Um, um, another suggestion we had was um, around oral histories. And uh, the, um, the example given was, so in full disclosure, this is another James um, suggestion. 
but it, it's good, which is why I'm bringing it forward. If it was bad, I wouldn't. Um, but so when we got kayaks, we got kayaks when we got married and we had some friends that showed us like places on the river um, and some of their like little, little spots. And there's a guy in Aurora who is a birder and knows like the specific like lot behind, I don't, I don't even know, like parking lot behind some big lots or something that a very specific rare bird migrates through. And so like, there's just, you know, like weird, weird kind of like oral history, like spots that, um, that I know that even just being here for the last five years, like we know about, um, because people have shared with us. And, um, those are like the types of things that like you, you can't like find online mm -hmm. for many reasons. Um, but it would be cool. Like if, you know, if people had, those aren't like really secrets, but like, you know, cool, cool little, like, I don't know, tidbits that are like passed out. Like also just in Batavia history, there's like the Lyceum thing that happens. And I didn't know anything about like the abolitionist history of Batavia. And there's actually this like huge, huge back history um, that I learned through this like kind of like oral history. Like, I don't think we just need to talk about like what happened in the year 2020 for you, but like, what are, what are the like the oral history stories that make mm -hmm. the Fox Valley um, what it is? Like, yes, um, I agree. And I think that, again, we're probably going to have to do a little work up front to draw out some of these stories just because we need examples, you know, like, what are we looking for from, from you, the listener? Um, you know, what, how's it supposed to sound? What, what, what do we want? So we kind of need to get the ball rolling, I think. So we might have to. Yeah, reach, yeah, reach yeah. Out. Hi me, hi me. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, any, anything I say, we're going to talk about how, what's our plan offline. How's that? Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't like an idea, I think also you can say, this is a bad idea, Brie. Let's not do that. <laughs> No, I'm going to save that for, for, for during the show, because that's dramatic. That's, you know, that's the ratings go through the roof when, when that kind of stuff happens. Oh no, I definitely want you to tell me on, on air if it's bad. I'm saying, but like the nitty gritty of like, how, how do we get, um, right. how yeah. do we get this result we can do um, offline? Like, I don't think people want to hear us talk about like the web copy we make. Or Logistics. Logistics. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Uh, maybe, maybe down the road when we have a really popular show, um, we can do that, and and that will be like the behind the scenes stuff that uh, that people seem to crave. You know, like the yeah, like, the uh, VIP stuff. Yeah, yeah, VIP. You pay a hundred dollars a month so you can hear us talk about. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's very optimistic. It really is. <laughs> um, but I think like, oh, something that I, that I thought about was, um, we both talked about how we got into podcasts through This American Life. Um, and like, and really part of that is, is like, that was the only podcast out years ago. Like that was. It was definitely one I mean, of the OGs. The yeah. only, but it was like one of, one of the, the first. Um, that is like a really highly produced show. There are these like snippet, like, um shows and like you know like are little like audio stories and then there's somebody coming back and tying it all together and like there's clearly a lot of editing going on um we yeah. definitely can't do anything like that until we're um oh yeah like it's so far out like and, and it's also it's I don't think it's like either one of we're doing this for fun and if someday we can quit our day jobs those of us that have day jobs um that would be amazing but until that point this is going to be basically like the tape is rolling if pe people call in you'll play it like you did a second ago yeah we could do if yes. there are any really big bloopers, maybe we'll cut it out. But chances are we're just gonna leave it in because this is uh this is what you get, folks, until you start paying us money. For now, yeah, for, for sure. Um, I mean, I I I I feel like I've personally I've learned my lesson, you know, I'm not doing this because I think it's going to be a huge moneymaker, because there's a very good chance that it's not, but also, you never know. Also, let's just do this because we are huge fans of stories and of this area. And so let's mash those two together and figure out a way to get people's stories out there. That's really all I, I care it. about. I love it. Yeah. Um, Although maybe I should have checked with you first, because if your plan is to to make six figures off of this thing, then I, I should know that. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not against um, putting that out into the universe. Like if we can both make six figures off of talking every Monday for an hour, I'm here for it. I'm really here for it. You're, but, op you're um, open to that. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to putting that out there. Um, but uh, until then, um and like and and again like you I'm I'm not doing this for the money I'm doing it for the love love of the art form of podcasts as a way of telling and um hearing stories yeah um but what I was going to ask you what so our gateway our gateway drug was this american life what are the podcasts that you look to now listen to now love now Ooh, boy where do i start i mean i've got a pretty extensive list um there um i mean obviously i still keep up with this american life 
Uh, I've become a big fan of the uh, WTF podcast with Mark Marin. Um, I like his format. He it's mostly just conversational with with guests every. You know, he does it twice a week. Um, but I also like shows like uh, 99% Invisible with Roman Mars, who's another, um, he's kind of a, a legend in uh, podcasting circles. Um, and he helped to start a network called um, Radiotopia. So there are several shows from Radiotopia that I follow. Um, but really, it's 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 mostly you know I'm trying to get my hands on shows that uh, tell good stories in an interesting way. Um, gosh, what else? There's another cool show I started listening to um, called Twenty Thousand Hertz, which is about sound stories about different types of sounds and uh, could be like uh, sounds that are used in in film or TV, or um, I'm not doing a great job describing this particular show, but you should definitely check it out. Dallas Taylor, I believe, is the guy who does that show. What about you, Bree? Let me toss it back to you. Um, what do you find yourself uh, listening to? Um, I, I have not listened to This American Life for years, um, which is interesting. And like, and I, and it still pops up, like I, I follow it and I, for some reason, I'm just like, I haven't. And when we talked about it last week, I thought about going back and listening. And I haven't, but I might. I do think it would be interesting to go back, um, go why, back to the roots. Why, why did you get away from it? Um, I think I just found, um, I found other podcasts I liked more that fit where what I wanted, the voices that I wanted to like be listening to on a, on a weekly basis. Um, I think, I think I did get kind of um, more interested in less produced storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, there's something about this American life that's like almost like a little bit heavy handed. And there are things that I really like about that. But I think a lot of times I just kind of like, you know, I was just looking for something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It, there is an element to it. That's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> we yeah. get it. This American life. Well, and that's why it's been, parodied you know on you know tv and other podcasts because once you reach that level where people are starting to make fun of what you're doing then that's kind of not that they've jumped a shark necessarily but it's a known it's a known entity it's a trope trope a good word for that i think it is um but i would say that my like a number one podcast is probably call your girlfriend which okay. are these the, the premise of the show I think it started in like 2014 um are these two long distance best friends Amina Tussauds and Anne Friedman and um they 
just like talked about like a lot of stuff, everything like from their lives to like culture to politics. Both of them have um, kind of like reads on things that like I really respect and um, like going back to. And they, they do a lot of interviews of people that I want to hear from. So hmm. that is probably one of my favorites. And um, I'm a big On Being fan, which is Krista, Krista Tippett. Tippett. Yeah. And she, hers is like, um, it's like a very much like kind of like a seeker type, you know, talking a lot about emotional intelligence and faith and like, you know, things like that. What I think is interesting is I remember us talking about how you feel like we got to talk about politics, but you don't really want to talk about religion. And one of the things with her is that that's the first question she asks every single guest is if they grew up, what kind of faith they grew up, what was their relationship with faith growing up? Okay. Which is like, kind of interesting like I'm not I don't want to do that on our podcast but um but it is like an interesting spin um that I like I like hearing like she like there are a lot of like artists and musicians and writers poets and stuff that come come on there yeah um you know I do I go ahead I, I do want to, and I, I'm, I totally just uh, interrupted you and I apologize. I do want to give a shout out to a local podcast. Um, and this is a podcast called uh, TCR Diaries. And it's um, recorded by a guy named uh, Travis who lives in Geneva. And um, it it's very short form. You know, they're usually a few minutes each. But their stories, they're his personal stories, and he's a, uh, he's a sober guy, and he talks a lot about recovery, um, but also just kind of weaves in stories about things that are happening in the area as well. And um, just very honest, very honest, and sometimes uh, heartbreaking, sometimes hilarious, sometimes absurd. Uh, and. Um, just a really cool, uh, cool show by a cool guy, local guy. Awesome. So yeah, TCR Diaries. Uh, I would recommend seeking that out and listening to some of those um, good times. Yeah. You know any um, local local shows that you keep up with? Yeah. Um, have you listened to Good Morning Aurora? Not as much, yes, yeah. Um, not as much as I probably should be. I should be keeping up um, a little better. Is that primarily? Uh, is that a, that's a like a Facebook Live thing? Uh, it's a fully like he he does it live every morning, but then it is uploaded to all podcast platforms. So you can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on anchor, anywhere you find your podcasts, but he does do it live every single morning. So, um, 8am Monday through Friday, which I don't know about you, but like, I hear that. I'm like, that is 
that is that sounds exhausting like that is that is a morning show and so um and I have not I don't listen every morning but I um I have loved every episode that I've listened to and um he who and I I don't know him I don't know his name um I'll find that out and we'll fact check it um (laughs) but uh he's got he has had some really really cool guests from the Aurora area come on and talk about all kinds of different things he's got a social justice like um mission to his podcast and like talks to a lot to um community organizers and um different business owners and things like that okay so i believe i have spoken with this gentleman i and i believe his name is curtis spivey good morning aurora okay thank you for for reminding me and uh, I will I will add that to my uh, to my media diet. Um, what else? Yeah, as far as far as podcasts go. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. So there are a couple that I've um, listened uh, started listening to in order to try to get outside my bubble. Because, you know, that's kind of, um, you know, you, you, you develop blind spots just naturally as a, as a human being. So, um, and I, I don't know how terrible or nerdy it is to try to address that by listening to different podcasts. Um, but I mean, that's what I got right now. So I think that's great. I think that's really healthy. So I listen to uh, shows like The Cut, which is, I don't know, I, I would say that it's geared towards the female listener, or they at least talk uh, a lot about gender issues uh, from the female perspective. Is that Would you say that's fair to say? That is fair to say. Did you listen to the most recent episode of The Cut? I have not yet. I'm a little behind okay. on all my my episodes. Um, but yeah, that's a that's an example of one. Uh, another one is uh, is called the Stoop, which is uh, uh, told from the uh, African American um, perspective, and uh, you know just wanting to become a little bit more aware of, of, of the issues that, uh, uh, that they find important. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like, um, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely learning more about, uh, about those, those areas because I am not, I am not a female and I am not African-American. And so uh, this is the, the best way that I can figure out right now. And, and perhaps maybe we can use our show to, to reach out and, and get some, some perspective as well. Yeah, I think it would be really cool um, to be able to use this platform to talk about 
the experience of um, folks who are not um, not just white Christian hetero middle aged men um, because I do feel like that's something that um, that's very prevalent in this area and in you know in the voices we hear within within the suburbs um so and i think like it's not um i'm not saying that like i'm not saying no white men on the podcast um but i do i do feel like when we talk about um i was thinking about something that you said last week that um cuz i feel like i was hesitant and and i don't know if you could tell because like the silence wasn't as um, deafening listening back as like it felt like in my head. But you said that, you know, like whether they're, you know, Democrats or Republicans and like, um, there is this like, I was like, Republicans, like, we're not, we, we don't want to talk to them. Um, and, uh, and, um, and I think like, but I think we do. Well, like, just fo- follow me, follow me down this rabbit hole for a second I mean <laughs> yeah um because I, I and I agree and I agree with you um but again and we talked about this last like you've lived in the Fox Valley area for 20 plus years mm-hmm. so um you your relationship with the the Fox Valley area and like the community and knowing that like this place is crawling with Republicans. Like that's not shocking to you. Like they're just your neighbors. They're just, they're just your friends. They're just, uh-huh. they're just, you know, the guy next door. I imagine. Compared yeah. to But also, I mean, just look at the results of the the you know, the most recent national election. I mean, there's a chance that half the people you run into are Republicans, you know. So well, and I and I agree with you. And like just if you'll if you'll hear me out on what I'm what I'm trying to say is because like last week I did have a reaction of um of just like why why would we hear from the voice that is most prevalent in um in our community? Because um because I feel like I kind of is. And like, and also for me, um, I came from living in the city. I came from being in a social justice community and a theater community. And so, especially with when Trump was in office, when I hear Republican, I hear um, this is someone that doesn't value me as a person, doesn't value people that I love as people. And and it feels dehumanizing dehumanizing to mm-hmm. me and to people that I love. And so, and, and I know that that's not the perspective when someone in the Fox Valley area says, I'm a Republican, they're not saying, I don't value your life, Brie, as, as a woman, as, you know. Um, but, but it is like going back to like what you're talking about of like, 
we live in this community that's like so quiet when, you know, like we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion. It is because if we have to talk about that undertow, um, it gets kind of messy. But that's that's why it's messy for me is because um, I'm like, oh, so you're you're a Republican. That means something different to you than it does to me. Um, so and I didn't like I don't have Republican friends. I um, I and it's not and and I know that like, I interact with Republicans like, you know, my neighbor across the street has a Trump flag. Not that I've ever even interacted with him, but like. I know they're here. I see their signs. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I. But I've, it's just like it is. I can. I. I. I am curious. I can ask questions. Um. But I can't. I can't sign off and be like, oh yeah, you're fine, you're fine, just because you voted against um, what I feel to be human rights. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's harsh. I don't know if that's too harsh, but it's been, it's been a long year, man. It's been, it a, it's been a long year, so it like. <laughs> um, so what, my thoughts about all of this is, We've gotten to a point where, uh, especially, let's take politics, the, the whole political discussion uh, specifically, where it has devolved from a, a dialogue where there was room for negotiation and for compromise to oh, you're on the other side, so therefore I hate you and I'm, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And I'm not even, I'm not picking any side, one or the other, because I do feel like it happens on both sides. And so how, how do we improve that other than trying to start up the dialogue again. And like I said last time, I'm, I'm not interested in converting anybody. I'm not interested in getting someone on the show to tell them that they're wrong and here's why. <laughs> what I'm interested in is l- let's talk about what's, what's happening. Oh, totally. You know, let's try to figure out you know, obviously you've got some, uh, some motivation and it's different in these ways. And, you know, at least how can we, how can we learn to, how can we learn to deal with each other rather than try to absolutely destroy the opposition? Um, totally. And I think like, I think this is a good discussion for us to have because I think we're saying similar stuff, but we are coming from different perspectives and, and it's nuanced. And that's why, like, I think the two of us can have this conversation, this nuance, nuancedness, um, 
and kind of figure out what we're, what we're tackling. Um, I think, um, so Facebook, I think social media in general has been really, um, like, just like, just really bad. Like, again, you know, when, when we talk about like, because people are just reacting Mm -hmm. and, um, and like you said, last episode, they're, they're saying stuff they would never say in public or say face to face or hopefully wouldn't. Um, right. And when you, when you have to say it out loud, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to put a little bit more thought into it, I think. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know about you, but I've had instances where if, when, when I say something out loud and then when you hear it, you hear yourself say it and you're like, Oh my, okay, well, uh, hang on a second. <laughs> is that, is that really what I'm trying to say? Well, like, I've, and I've heard people like, talk about how um like trump people had views like you know like let's take some of the um the racist things that we've heard trump say and sexist things that we've heard trump say that really riled up his bases um that people had those opinions before but maybe before Trump didn't um, didn't feel like they could say those things aloud, and then started saying those things aloud, and so like there is there there is something like going back to like that politeness um, that, and I think that that's kind of speaking to what I was saying before is that when someone tells me they're a Republican, I I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that they are quote unquote fiscally responsible. I don't know if that means they're sexist and racist. So, um, and again, like, and I don't, and I don't think that anybody necessarily, or you know, I, I, th- I think that like in the in the conversations that I've had, like, um, you're right. Like, people are having a hard time listening to each other but i think that they're having a hard time listening to each other for different reasons like i i can understand that if someone feels dehumanized or feels threatened that it's going to be a hard time ever having a conversation with that person like it's not they're they're you know there are some wounds that need to be healed and wrongs that need to be righted maybe. And before how, civil, how do you go about that? I mean, I, I don't know, but um, I don't know, Jaime, how do we go about it? Well, I don't have the answer, but I do think that, opening a channel of communication might be a good start. Um, And I think like, and I think that this is the thing is that like, I think for me, I would love, and again, I'm not saying 
that I never want to hear from a Republican. I'm not saying that I never want to hear from a white man. Um, but if we can lift up some voices that aren't necessarily heard and perspectives that aren't necessarily heard in our community, oh, for sure, that would be a great place that I would want to start. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm also, I'm all for a redemption story. Like, you know, like I didn't, and I think that this is a year for a lot of people. And I think for a lot of white folks, I've had talked to a lot of white folks in our community that it was like, oh, like, I mean, I knew things were bad, but I didn't know it was this bad or like a lot of people waking up to, um, you know, how, how bad things are Mm -hmm. to be like specifically like a black person in the country. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Your points are well taken and I'm, I'm on board for sure. Uh, as far as, um, shining a spotlight on, um, underrepresented stories and voices. Um, I, uh, and again, like, I mean, we'll see who calls in, like, if, you know, if we get, like, a lot of, like, Republican bros calling in and being, like, we're not that bad, like, um, and if they want to come on and, like, talk, after hearing this episode and knowing where I, where, where I'm at, like, I'm happy to have that conversation with them. Um, because I would be, I would be curious. Um, and fact checking last episode, I've never told anybody in the Fox Valley to go F themselves. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I ever have in my life. Like, I think very, very drunkenly when like someone was like, inappropriately hitting on a friend of mine. I think I told, I think I told a guy to go F themselves, but I, um, I can hold my own in a conversation, but like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I play nasty. I'm not going to play nasty with anybody. Well, that's good to know. (laughs) Not going to throw, I mean, we're, we're not in person. I was not going to throw a bar stool. Um, which is also something that I've not done before. Okay, so no barstool throwing. We can add that to our um, our manifesto. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, let's uh, let's let's think about what our um, what our what our next actions are or. Um, you know, did we figure anything out? What do we got to work on? What do you think? Um, I mean, we still want to try to get people to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it would be really great to have an advice section of the show. 
where we give out advice. I think also, um, I think it can keep, um, keep things a little bit lighter, a little bit fun. We can have fun on this podcast too. Don't have to go dark all the time. Do you feel like we're heading in that direction? Is it, is it, is this, is this a heavy show so far? Um, no. And I, I, but like, I think like there, there is something that like, when we talk like we both, I mean, we're both very earnest people and we're like, come tell us your stories. Like, <laughs> um, I don't want to scare people off thinking that we're like, um, and I don't think we are, but, um, but like, I know that, um, that we're not looking for like come to Jesus stories. We're, we're looking for, um, we're looking for anything that people want to talk to us about. Right. We're still. I think that's something that's going to become apparent over time, you yes. know, because I think that we can, and we probably will get into some serious topics, but also we are definitely open to having fun. Yes. And I think people can ask us questions, like maybe not just advice, like ask us questions. Like, is there anything you want to know about Brian Jaime? Are there, you know, like we're, we're open, we're open to anything. Um, I don't think, but then again, like I don't think anyone wants to know anything about me, but I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, come on. People you're, should you're, write in and say, Hey, um, what is this? Uh, What's this, who is this building named after, right? Like, uh, you know, local, uh, either buildings or, uh, or, or monuments or, you know, something like that. Like, uh, hey, I've, I've walked past this thing 5 million times and it's, it's got this person's name on it. I don't even know who this is. And, uh, you know, like we could do a little research project, right? Um. That sounds boring to me, but I want it to be open that, um, but I'm open. Okay. We're not, I'm just saying that like, I'm not going to do that research. Like, I, and I think that maybe we have different research, um, like different areas, areas of interest, different different areas of interest. Like if someone wanted to know the best, (laughs) um, the best place to buy a gift, I feel like I have a really good, good pulse on that or where where to go vintage shopping or vegan ice cream like absolutely and those are all things that i know absolutely nothing about so yeah see we bring different strengths yep but i'm not going to tell people where to get vegan ice cream unless someone calls in and asks keeping that secret all to my own okay all right. Um, wonderful. I think we have some, some things to work on this week. Um, anything, anything else, any closing thoughts that we need to, um, that we need to touch on before we, before we part ways for this, uh, fantastic episode. I didn't realize, I didn't realize I was such a heavy dude, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think I am. You're, you're not heavy, Jaime. Um, I'm just, I'm saying like, um, 
also, I, mean, like, I got, I dropped down on this episode. I got all like, I don't think Republicans think I'm a person. Um, so I'm, I'm the, um, I'm the fire starter here and I, and I know it. And I think that like, you're the peacekeeper, but I think together we can like, okay, well, well hold on now. I don't want to be known as the peacekeeper, but I, what I, <laughs> because what, what that, what that is, implies is that I'm willing to say or do whatever it takes to calm everybody down. What I'm more interested in is being the person who keeps the conversation civil and respectful, but also if we need to talk about some, some shit, let's talk about it. Okay. So, and I think that, um, I, I agree with you and I agree on being civil in conversation, but I think that that reads differently to different people. Um, and I think like, hmm, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Like, I think that you are very good at being, um, you're like, you take podcasting from a very like good journalistic point of view. I try. Um, which I think is like super awesome and important. Um, I don't know if you've been following any of the stories about how hard it has been for journalists to stay um, neutral because like you're supposed to, you know, like there's like a neutral oath um, that you take as a journalist. But especially this year, there's been so many in the, the last four, like there's just been so many things that are so wild mm -hmm. that and so very clearly, like there's not really a way to talk about it without talking about um, certain disparities that like are a part of the system that we're, you know, and facts and history. And so it's where you get this whole like fake news versus not fake news. Um, and so I think I just, so much of my, my background is in that kind of like social justice lens that sometimes I have a harder time. I can keep my voice at a certain decimal and be like very direct and I can listen, I can respond, but um But I'm a little bit like watching my back is like I'm moving through the suburbs with like Republicans everywhere. <laughs> um, but like maybe we can have like a section that's just called hashtag not all Republicans or Republicans come in and talk to me and convince me that they're good people. I think that's actually like a great, a great angle for this. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you're suggesting that we start a contest <laughs> called Republican Idol, where <laughs> we get uh, several Republicans and uh, each week you vote out uh, one and then at the very end, we end up with the the model Republican. Is that? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe <laughs> not, a, not against it might need some more workshopping. Okay. Um, but we'll 
we'll see. Like, I do, you know, like there, this is my closing thought, is that when I, um, when I had still planned to keep my podcast, Rivertown Life, which you produced for me, I, um, I had this like idea, I was like, this would be great as like a surviving the suburbs or like, so you, you want to move to the suburbs, what's it going to be like? Because like, I think, and that is something that's happening um, kind of as a phenomenon of this past year is that a lot of folks have moved out to the suburbs who are maybe like living a city life. Like when you take away city amenities, um, it doesn't seem as great to live out live in the city so you move out to the suburbs and so basically like you know how to readjust how to find the cool places how to find the cool people like and cool is like a relative word like but I think that there is like um what you see is what you get like when you think about the suburbs you think about the big box stores you think about you know PTA moms with their Starbucks drinks and you know like there's there's a lot more to that there's much more people having very different experiences but like even as you you know drive around on Randall Road like that's still what you see the most of Mm. so I want to I want to highlight that where it's kind of like our our friend our friend Joe has this um, really great blog called Queering the Suburbs, like, mm-hmm. and um, and I love that as as an idea, and seeing like seeing the angle that he's taking of um, just him being here is sometimes thought of as radical because it's different, whereas he would not be seen as radical at all in the city, but like it's a suburb, so it's different. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent closing thought. Do you have any closing thoughts, Jaime? Oh, well, I, my, my closing thought is that... Um, All of these, all of these ideas and, and thoughts and topics that we are throwing out here over the first couple of episodes, you know, they're they're going to gel into a coherent um, show. I feel like we have a little ways to go though before <laughs> before we get to that point. So, what I want to say is, let's give ourselves some some leeway and let's give ourselves some, some room to grow and improve. Uh, and for our listener right now, I would say thank you for experiencing these uh, growing pains with us. <laughs> um, and also we're just vamping until we hear from our audience and what they want, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, so and that's a good the, point. The sooner they call in and write in and tell us, the the less we'll vamp. Yeah. Um I I I did want to 
at least try to get some some viewpoints and and, and some uh, some feedback from from the community because I don't want to be as presumptuous. Uh, to say, I know exactly what people want to hear because I don't, I know what I like to hear. I know what I like to talk about, but that isn't necessarily my, what I want to do. You know, I want to try to provide a a service. And then if we go too much longer though, without hearing from anybody, then we are, we are going to start doing the things that we want, (laughs) that we want to do. Yes. (laughs) Yep. So Tell your friends, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to us on this journey. Help us so we don't keep digging ourselves in a hole. (laughs) So we don't keep floundering. We'll be all right. All right. Um, Bree, thank you so much for taking the time on on this Monday evening and... uh, Thanks for having me, Jaime. Oh, please. And I mean, we're we're, we're co-hosts, so it's our show. I know. It's your show. It's your show. Yeah, it's our show. It's our show. But if you're going to thank me, I'm going to thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to... um. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to enjoy some more of this, uh, this tasty gift that I Beautiful. received from you because you're a wonderful person. Awesome. You're and a wonderful person. We should, yes. And thank you to James, not only for the gift, but um, for providing music for our show, which turned yeah. out to be kick-ass. Yes. And I, um, I we're putting, putting a pin in this, but um, we should talk about Regis and Kathy Lee next. Okay. Next show. Okay. Do a little research. Go back to the vault. Go back to the tape. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, Jaime. Bye, Brie.